finding a place to stay is often the most expensive part of travel. Not only are you paying to stay somewhere else, but you're also paying for rent or mortgage on your own home. But what if you could figure out a way to travel to, say, Spain, without having to pay for a place to stay? And at the same time, someone from Spain could travel to your city without having to pay for a place either. Hey guys, it's Alex Swolinski here, and you're listening to Go, a podcast about travel, places, and adventure. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of really cool things. But first, we're going to talk about a really cool concept and website called homeexchange.com. They're helping people bring the cost of travel down. That way, you'll have more money to spend on other things like exploring and trying local foods. Stay with us to find out more. Before we begin, I wanted to let you guys know about this really cool contest we're starting this week. We're giving away two prizes. The first is a Cocoon Innovations backpack that retails for $80. It's perfect to stay organized while you travel. It can hold a 15-inch laptop, it has a water-resistant shell, and waterproof zippers. The second prize is a Gridit organizer that retails at $20. It's great for keeping your backpack in order. It can hold all of your cables, wires, and accessories. To enter to win one of these prizes, all you have to do is sign up for our mailing list at gothepodcast.com. Winners will be announced on September 21st. A lot of people stay at hotels or motels when they travel. We'll leave the light on for you. Some stay at hostels or campsites. But now with the internet and the sharing economy, people are having a lot more options. Hi, my name is Emmanuel Arnaud and I'm the CEO of HomeExchange.com. So HomeExchange is in 154 countries. There are 65,000 homes. The concept is really simple. You're basically swapping homes with another HomeExchange.com user. First, you sign up on the website, you create a profile, take pictures of your home, and then list the dates that you're available to travel. The concept is really cool, and that's why I reached out to Emmanuel so that you, the listener, knows what other options are out there. Besides the cost of travel, home exchange doesn't cost you a penny more than staying at home. So, so that's really incredible, especially when you think about all the, the amazing locations you can get to with either a low-cost flight or, or a long car drive. So what are some of these incredible places? Yeah, there are some pretty amazing homes. I know that there's some sort of a, an hacienda in uh, Mexico that has a staff of 30, I believe the, the number is, um, where, you know, there's, there's uh, like a maids and cooks and even uh, um, a driver, a chauffeur. That's so cool. Imagine getting driven around by a chauffeur, having all your meals cooked and your laundry done. Of course, You need to convince the people that live there that your home is worth staying in also. Now, as CEO of Home Exchange, Emmanuel has exchanged homes with a lot of people. In the last five years since I created the company, probably somewhere between 25 and 30 times. Most luxurious home exchange was when I stayed in uh, Riyadh, which is like the local um, architecture in Marrakesh. Riyadh is basically a beautiful two-story Moroccan home with a large courtyard in the middle and a wraparound balcony on the second floor. And it had a pool, swimming pool, like right in the center of Marrakesh. Marrakesh is the fourth largest city in Morocco and was once the capital. In fact, Morocco used to be called the Kingdom of Marrakesh up until the early 1900s. 
and in some languages, the country is still referred to by its ancient name. But if you're looking to exchange homes with someone in a larger city, Paris has over 4,000 options. Here you can stay in the historic La Marais district, where you can visit the Picasso Museum that houses 5,000 different works by the artist. The famous Notre Dame Cathedral is only a 10-minute walk from here, a place where hotels cost $120 to $480 a night. But it won't cost you anything if you're exchanging homes with someone. Now, swapping homes isn't just about the home. It can include other things, too. And you can even save on, on some other things that you would probably not guess. Um, a good one is the car rental. Uh, 15 to 20% of our members will lend you their car when doing the home exchange. This can work out really, really well, especially if you have kids and are home exchanging with another family. You know, once I did a home exchange and I arrived and it was a great um, apartment in the south of France. They had, a, they had a pool and they let me use their car and the car had the exact perfect um, seats for my kid's age. So, you know, it was just so awesome. Like I saved on the car and it was so, so convenient because the car was just perfect. I didn't have to carry. There's really more benefits um, than just the accommodation savings. There's a lot of different people on home exchange from couples to single people to families with kids or just cats. As part of home exchange, since you're exchanging homes with people who are like you, it makes a lot of things more convenient. So if you're exchanging home with another family, well, in the home where you'll be going, there'll be probably toys that your kids can play with. Whatever your, your thing is in life, you know, if you're a, a surfer and you exchange home with another surfer, then you'll, you'll probably be next to a, a cool um, surfing spot and, and you know, whatever your, your hobby can. Exchanging with somebody who has the same lifestyle than you basically makes traveling so much easier because there's a lot of stuff you don't need to bring with you. It's already there. If you're a surfer or just like the beach, Hawaii has over 400 properties on home exchange. A lot of the homes listed here have ocean views, and they're near great surf spots like Bonsai Pipeline or A-Bay. Other places with great surf like San Diego has over 300 homes, and Australia has over 2,000. If your schedule is flexible enough, you can arrange long-term home exchanges. I'm moving to the U.S. this summer, and I'll be doing and on a long-term home exchange. So that would be like a one-year home exchange. And it's so convenient, you know, for, so the great thing is, you know, you don't need to sell your furniture, rent your home or whatever. You just take your kids and your clothes and you're set. Emmanuel needs to be in the U.S. for work. So he found a couple with a home that are looking to live overseas for a while. They, they want to live a French typical uh, Parisian experience and, and we want to live a family experience in the U.S. And it, it's really great, as a matter of fact, because, you know, homes in Paris tend to be smaller in, in the U.S., and they just had their twins um, graduate and they're gonna go to Hodge this summer. And so they would, you know, they have sort of an empty nest and they wanted to do something different. And so they're coming to Paris and, and I have a full nest. I have three kids and, and they have like a family home with a garden, which I don't have in Paris. So it's gonna be hopefully great for, for both of us. To become a member of Home Exchange, there's a sign up fee of $150, which if you think about it, it's still cheaper than getting a hotel or an Airbnb during your vacation. But then again, it's not for everyone. There's a lot of fears out there about people who imagine that, you know, if they're, they open their door to, um, to people, these people are going to take advantage from them, are going to not respect their home. And if that's a very strong fear of yours, then, then you're probably, you won't, 
you probably not be comfortable doing home exchange. You have to um, grow comfortable with that idea. But if that's not a strong fear of yours, then you should definitely try it out. So during my video chat with Emmanuel, we were having some technical issues, I guess you'd call it. So there's this neighborhood cat who comes by my house almost every day. And as anyone with a cat knows, they like to walk on the keys of your laptop. Um, yes, I see a cat walking on your keyboard and your picture freezing. And that's one of the other groups we have. We have a group for cat lovers, like, and we have the same thing for, for people with dogs and also people with um, like uh, gardens that need to be watered. Uh, beyond the, the, the fact that it's a great deal to be able to stay for free, um, there's also the, the thing that when you're leaving your home in the care of other people that you've selected and that you trust, uh, it's a great thing because they can take care of your cats, they can take care of their, your dog, they can take care of your garden, they can scare burglars away. And if anything goes wrong with something in your home, like a leaking roof or an electrical issue, the people you're hosting can take care of the problem before it gets any worse. Emmanuel once had something like that happen. The family who was staying in my home called me, and as it turned out, one of the electric um, heaters I had in, in one of the rooms um, had just uh, turned on like crazy, like at the maximum level, and we were like in August. And because they were in the home, they were able to call somebody and they fixed it. And if not, then there would be, then there would have been, well, first a, an important cost in terms of electricity, and then a um, fire hazard. Emmanuel had a lot of stories to share from Home Exchange, but I asked him if he had a favorite. And truthfully, my favorite Home Exchange story is, is once when I came back home and there was this um, thank you message from a Spanish family who had um, traveled all the way from Madrid. Um, so they drove from Madrid to Paris. as a couple with their two kids and a grandmother in the car. The Spanish family left them a few gifts, including a pop-up children's book with castles. Um, an old note was saying, hey, dear Lauren and Emmanuel, thank you so much for letting us stay in your home. Our kids told us it was the best vacation in their lives. And they insisted um, that we buy this um, book so that you could give it to your kids as a thank you because my kids could play with um, your kids' toys and they really appreciated that. You know, there's just that great feeling of feeling you're a good human being and that like a family had a great time in your home and it didn't cost you anything and that you're teaching the next generation how to share. So I'm sure it sounds a little bit corny, but, but it was very real for me. <laughs> Thank you, Emmanuel, for sharing your stories and experiences. If you want to know more, visit homeexchange.com. Coming up next, what kind of impact is Hurricane Irma having on travel? And why was a passenger ordered to pay $100,000 to an airline this week? Also, what state driver's licenses won't work for air travel next year? Find that out and more of what's happening in travel this week. The landscape of work is changing. Instead of being stuck in a cubicle, you can work virtually anywhere. Why not live, work, and play in exciting Budapest, Slovenia's untouched capital Ljubljana, and more? Local Beyond makes that possible. Their experts help you prepare for the life you'll live abroad. When you arrive at your destination, you're welcomed by your very own Local Beyond rep, who will take you to your centrally located apartment, decked out with everything you need to transition seamlessly. 
if you run into any hiccups, Local Beyond will help, either online or on site, so you can enjoy living as a local. Think outside the cubicle, localbeyond.com. Thinking about traveling to the Pacific Northwest? Well, you might want to postpone that trip. Massive wildfires there have been raging for the last two weeks, and they aren't expected to let up anytime soon. Smoke from the fires is affecting air quality in many cities, causing schools across the region to cancel sporting events and hold recess indoors. In some places, the Air Quality Index score, an index used for reporting daily air quality, dropped to its lowest rating of hazardous. In these conditions, the EPA says to stay indoors and reduce any physical activity. Major cities affected are Missoula, Boise, Portland, and Seattle. Hurricane Irma is the most powerful hurricane ever recorded in the Atlantic. The storm struck the small island of Barbuda this week, and according to Prime Minister Gaston Brown, the island is barely habitable now, with 95% of it destroyed. Irma later passed through the island of St. Martin, destroying much of their international airport. The eye of the storm just missed Puerto Rico, but still caused massive power outages. Irma is expected to make landfall in Florida on Saturday night, where Governor Rick Scott says the storm surges are going to be massive. We do know that it's going to be massive wind. We do know uh, there's going to be rain. But my biggest concern is people don't understand the amount of potential storm surge. This can cover homes. And we just haven't seen this. We didn't see this in Andrew, and we haven't seen this. So I think people have to really understand, you've got to listen to your local officials. This storm surge can kill you. Towns and cities along the coast are being ordered to evacuate, even in Georgia. This is creating a lot of northbound traffic and filling up hotel rooms across central Florida and southern Georgia. Meanwhile, cruise ships in the Caribbean are busy dodging Irma and now Hurricane Jose, which is a bit further east in the Atlantic. Most people use a driver's license as ID to pass through TSA security checkpoints, but the Department of Homeland Security is saying that next year they'll stop accepting driver's licenses and IDs from 25 states. This all began when Congress passed the Real ID Act of 2005. That established standards for what the TSA would accept as identification. One requirement is having anti-counterfeit technology in the cards, and that states verify an applicant's identity as well as conduct background checks. Most states were given extensions to adhere to the standards, but those extensions are due to expire next year. States can continue applying for extensions until October 2020. If your ID cards aren't compliant at airport checkpoints, you can always use a passport. This week, a judge ordered a disruptive passenger on a Hawaiian flight to pay the airline nearly $100,000. Last year, passenger James August was drunk on a flight from Honolulu to New York when he began threatening his girlfriend, the crew, and other passengers. The pilots had to turn the plane around back to Honolulu and make an emergency landing. August pleaded guilty to interfering with flight crew members and attendants and was also ordered to serve three years probation. The $100,000 payment covers the cost of fuel, crew members, 
landing fee, and maintenance. In San Francisco, ride-sharing app Lyft has announced that they're going to start rolling out self-driving cars. A select group of customers in the Bay Area will be offered free autonomous rides. The company's pilot program will be used to test out its artificial intelligence software. But the robots aren't completely taking over yet. A trained Lyft driver will still sit behind the wheel to take control, just in case. For the first time since 9-11, Pittsburgh International Airport is giving non-flyers access to terminal areas. Families will now be able to say goodbye or greet loved ones at the gate. They'll still have to pass through the TSA security checkpoint and have a valid ID. Not everyone agrees with this decision. The Association of Professional Flight Attendants says this will compromise safety and make lines a little bit longer. And that's Go the Podcast for this week. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and find us on gothepodcast.com. Don't forget about our contest. Sign up for our mailing list to win one of two prizes by Cocoon Innovations. I'm Alex Walinski. Thank you for listening. <laughs>